48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. The number of COVID cases drops into single digits, but officials warn it's not a true reflection of the situation because of the holidays. COVID testing centres across Hong Kong are virtually fully booked for the next few days as some businesses prepare to welcome customers from Thursday. And the police commissioner refuses to say whether or not officers are about to be equipped with stun guns. Hong Kong reported nine new COVID-19 cases today, the first time since November the number of new cases has dropped into single digits. Four of the cases were locally acquired, three from an unknown source. But the controller of the Centre for Health Protection, Dr Ronald Lamb, said the public should remain vigilant as there might be other reasons for the drop in case numbers. Currently, we are seeing a slow drop in the number of cases in recent few days. But the next step would be affected by a number of factors, including perhaps during the New Year, many of the citizens would not seek medical consultation. And so this may affect the trend of the epidemic after the Lunar New Year. And also, we are unsure that during the holidays, usually there will be some kind of gatherings of families together. COVID testing centres across Hong Kong are virtually fully booked for the next few days as restaurants prepare to extend dining in hours and businesses such as gyms, cinemas and massage parlours prepare to reopen on Thursday. The government has said all staff at such venues must have a negative COVID-19 test result but that workers have until the 25th of this month to get tested. Samantha Butler reports. The rush to get tested comes after the government last Wednesday announced the relaxation of some social distancing measures, provided staff are tested for the coronavirus every two weeks and the government's contact tracing app is used. At a testing centre in Tunmun, several dozen people had already formed a queue ahead of the centre's opening at 9am. A restaurant worker said he'd been unable to book and had queued up for walk-in services yesterday but hadn't been able to get a slot. The government has said the relaxation of the measures still depends on the COVID-19 situation here remaining stable. Ms Ip, a yoga teacher, says she was quickly allowed to take a test at the centre after paying $240 for the service. She said she had tried to make a booking online for a free test five days ago, but it was already fully booked. She said while she doesn't mind paying she, so she can return to work at a fitness centre, she believes it may be tough for others. I'm willing to pay for the service because I just want to be like responsible for myself. But some people really just want to work and then earn money and then they have to pay for the service. I don't think it's, it's good for those arrangements. Yeah, because there's no way you can, you can do the service without paying it. As I say, it was so full. Already like five, I, I tried on five days already. Five days before today. The police commissioner, Chris Tang, has declined to say whether the force was planning to equip officers with stun guns after multiple media reports cited sources as saying a small number of the weapons had been purchased for testing. Speaking to reporters after inspecting Cheung Chow Police Station, Mr Tang would only say the force was studying various non-lethal weapons, such as pistol-sized pepper ball launchers, so as to provide officers with an alternative to firearms. But Andrew Sham from the Civil Rights Observer said officers were already equipped with various non-lethal weapons for day-to-day operations or protests. 
A group of district councillors has called on the environmental authorities to step up the recycling of styrofoam at wet markets after they discovered a large number of the non-biodegradable boxes had been sent to landfills over the Lunar New Year holidays. They said undamaged polystyrene boxes would normally be picked up by cross-border truck drivers for reuse at mainland vegetable farms. But since they were on holiday, many had been left unattended and sent to the tip. Roy Tam, a Chunwan district councillor, described what he saw at the Yung Road wet market last week. A mountain of polystyrene boxes, even higher than myself. And the problem is very serious because the time is very limited during that day because there are so many people and so many rubbish around the wet market at the last day. That's why the only solution is to clean them all to the landfill because there's not enough time to separate and recycle. In response, the Environmental Protection Department said it encourages businesses to reduce waste at source and avoid using polystyrene boxes but more durable containers instead. A spokesman added the cost-effectiveness of recycling styrofoam is low as a large amount of the material recovered and processed will only produce small amounts of plastic raw materials. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past eleven. State media on the mainland say the authorities have arrested 70 people suspected of producing and distributing fake coronavirus vaccines. Officials have appealed to the public for help in unmasking such crimes. The BBC's Celia Hatton has more details. Vaccine scandals have long been a problem in China. In one high-profile case a few years ago, a woman sold $90 million in illicit vaccines across China that hadn't been refrigerated, infuriating the public. Similar crimes are happening again. One group of suspects is reported to have made a profit of almost $3 million by bottling saline solution or mineral water and selling it as a coronavirus vaccine. In other cases, fake doses were smuggled abroad or sold for exorbitant prices. China's top court has urged prosecutors across the country to do more to stop vaccine traffickers. Soldiers in Myanmar are are reported to be firing rubber bullets against protesters in the central city of Mandalay. Social media posts are showing wounded demonstrators and the sound of gunshots. The military, which seized power in a coup more than two weeks ago, has been boosting its presence in cities across Myanmar in the past 24 hours. The government has also announced harsh punishments for people who challenge its rule. The BBC's Jonathan Head reports from Bangkok. The ruling junta has announced a series of legal changes imposing long prison sentences on those who oppose or obstruct the armed forces or who are found to stir up fear or unrest in the public. The detention of Aung San Suu Kyi is also reported to have been extended. People have still come out to protest in front of government offices this morning, trying to persuade civil servants to join the nationwide civil disobedience movement. But anxiety over what the military will do next to try to crush the movement is everywhere. Latest figures show the Japanese economy shrank by 4.8% last year, although a recovery continued in the last quarter. The BBC's Andrew Walker reports. The damage done to the Japanese economy by the pandemic last year was very substantial, but not as severe as the hardest-hit economies in Europe. There was a deep downturn in the second quarter and then a recovery in the following six months, which partially reversed the decline. 2021 has, however, got off to a difficult start with a new state of emergency, which is weighing down on economic activity. 
On the country's stock exchange, the Nikkei climbed to a level that it last reached three decades ago, though it's still short of the all-time high of 1989. As we just heard, Japan's Nikkei share index has risen above the 30,000 mark for the first time in 30 years. Stocks have finally regained ground lost in the crash of the late 80s and early 90s and the subsequent decades of economic stagnation. It's hoped it's a further sign of a global rebound from the recession caused by the pandemic. Scientists who bored a hole through an ice shelf in the Weddell Sea of Antarctica have discovered strange life forms living in total darkness. The findings were reported by researchers from the British Antarctic Survey. The BBC's Ben Lowings has the story. The drilling exercise was designed to sample sediment, but the video camera lowered down the hole, descended right to the sea floor, where by chance it hit a boulder. On it, the scientists could see bacteria and two types of sponge. There were also small animals with a stork-like head. They say these could be a form of predator known as a hydroid. Researchers looking for marine life far beneath the ice have seen types of worms, fish and jellyfish, but they've not previously reported organisms stuck in place on the seafloor. To sports and some cricket news for you, Ravi Chandran Ashwin has hit a sparkling century and taken a key wicket to edge India closer to a series levelling victory in the second test against England, who face a daunting target of 482 to win. The tourists who lead the four-match series 1-0 were left struggling at 53 for three at stumps on the third day in Chennai. Tennis now, Rafa Nadal has outclassed Fabio Fognini to close in on the all-time Grand Slam titles record as Ashley Barty ramped up hopes of becoming the Australian Open's first home winner in 43 years. Nadal said his lower back stiffness was continuing to improve after his 6-3-6-4-6-2 win against the flamboyant Italian, which set up a quarter-final against Greece's Stefanos Tsitsipas. Barty big big... Barty beat big-hitting American Shelby Rogers 6-3-6-4 in impressive fashion to reach the last eight. To end the news, top stories once again. The number of COVID cases drops into single digits, but officials warn it's not a true reflection of the situation because of the holidays. The news from RTHK.
started for the second hour of the late show for this monday the 15th of january 2021 i'm simon wilson sitting in for uncle ray the world's most durable dj playing the music of the 60s 70s and 80s until 11:30. then assorted ballads and easy listening